Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, it's Russ from My Hammers 11. I hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing and hitting the bell notification button so you're notified at any time we put new content on. Obviously, we put videos up daily, interviewing guests all the time. Loads of guests, great guests coming up, including today's guest. I think it's going to be a giggle tonight. Um, he is uh, Centre Force DJ, is Ultimate Strongman MC. It's Martin C. Hi Martin, how are you, man? How are you doing? Thanks for having me, Russ. So Absolute that was pleasure. A fantastic introduction that was. I love that. Good. You can you can <laughs> you can record it afterwards and put it on as your as your you know mobile your, your voicemail for your phone when people start calling you again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's things? How you doing? Do you know what? Struggling during lockdown. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, being in the events industry and uh, and being you know a, you know as I say a DJ and everything else, we haven't got a lot to be to be going you know to be doing at mm. the minute. Um, the radio's still going. Luckily, yeah. we're classed as key workers in, in the broadcast industry and in the media and that. So that's fantastic. And to be honest with you, that's never been that's never been more popular or stronger. And I've yeah, been in radio yeah, yeah. since I was 12 and a half and I'm 46 now, you know. So that's good. That side yeah. of it is absolutely brilliant. But obviously, um, we're all struggling at the minute. Good days yeah. and bad days, Exactly. It's the same. I think it's the same for everyone. As long as, yeah, as long as, as long as you wake up and you, you know, wake up in the morning, I think everyone's in the same boat, to be honest, you know. Yeah, I think you're right. In, in the grand scheme of things. Right. Anyway, so that's the last we talk about that. Um, so the whole idea of this channel, as you know, is to talk to fans about the memories of West Ham, fond earliest memories, and also their Hammers 11, which I know you've taken a lot of time to deliberate. Look at <laughs> hearing that later on so in terms of you Martin obviously you, you've, you've been a West Ham fan for a long time and you said you was a steward as well just before we came yeah. on you know what was your what was your earliest West Ham memory I think earliest West Ham memories um oh blind now you're talking <laughs> um my mate Rail got me over there and he was a, yeah. he was a steward at West Ham Russ and um he, he took me out so I started supporting West Ham in, in the 80, in 1980 I got a, got out and you know for the cup final and everything else um, and then it, it took me 10 years-ish to get there, you know, because uh, I had no one, no one to really take me in that respect. So uh, my mate Rayle took me over there. Um, we didn't start, he was a steward, but as I say, but he didn't, I started, it took me a few games. And uh, my, one of my earliest memories was beating Tottenham 2-1, and that would have been about 1991-ish. Yeah. And Tottenham were meant to beat us, they were, you know, they had a decent team. Um, at the time, and you know, West Ham being West Ham, yeah. Um, and I remember we we beat them. I think Lineker. Uh, do you know what? I, 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 my memory's terrible, Russ. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I remember Lineker scored for them, 
and then we come back and beat them. I'm sure it went that way. Yeah. Um, and, and that was fantastic. Another, another great memory. In the same season, I think it was, we beat uh, Sunderland 6-0. And um, I always remember the headline uh, in the newspaper the next day was uh, West Ham 6 all G. You know, it was, it was fantastic, you know. Um, and I, I remember that. I remember the team, you know, Trevor Morley, uh, you know, Mike Small, I think, was in the team. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, Dixie Breaker, uh, Potsy, um, Alvin, uh, all, all in the team as well. You know, real fantastic yeah. team. Um, yeah. Good memories. I loved, I loved um, you know, being in the South Bank. Um, that was my favourite spot back mm. then uh, with the old green iron things to stop you surging forward yeah, and everything yeah. else, the barriers and that. Um, it felt like a proper football ground back then and it smelled, it even smelt like a proper football <laughs> ground, you know, just the smell, if I could recreate that smell. Yeah. Uh, I know I might come across a bit strange, but I love, <laughs> love no, it's it. No, yeah. it's that smell, it's the smell of you don't, you know, walking down Green Street, not necessarily knowing what mm. meat is being cooked, um, but yeah. it all smelt the same. Uh, or you went down Barking Road and you had Urkens and you got Nathan's and Pine. Yep. Well, that's just that is that was that smell. You're right. There was a smell of fried fried onions and meat. Fried onions, of some yeah. description. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever it was frying at the time. But but it's quite funny because when I used to take new people up there afterwards, I'm obviously moving forward a bit here. That's right. But it was that first point where you where you walk around the corner by the bowling, and I used to always love the, the look on their faces when you walk around that corner by the bowling. And you look up towards the ground, yeah. and you just sort of see of people, and the smell, and the mist, and the whole, you know, the, the police horses, and everything else you would see there. And you can't, you'll never. I know we'll never get that back, and that, you know. Yeah. But blimey, that was that was fantastic, you know. And you know, and for us to have lived through that, I think we're blessed. To be honest yeah. No, I agree. And 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 also, you know, it's it, it was one of those things. It was really weird. You know, I was talking to someone the other day about it, and they went very young when they first went to West Ham and I, I was reasonably young, but you weren't scared. It's like, you know, you think from a kid, it was like, it's like 36,000 blokes, you know, in a quite tight road, but it just felt part of a family and community. It didn't, you didn't like feel like worried or scared or anything like that. It, it, you, do you know what you're spot on there, Russ? I think, I think the, the fact of the matter is there, I, I think you felt safe, right? That yeah. was it, that, because you were surrounded by your own, mm. you know, you were surrounded by your own, um, you, you'd never felt safer. You know, no. this was West Ham, you know, you know, it's a, you, know, the, you know, the fans were like just family really, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and you could, you could, but you know, you, you could bump into people and that no one cared. We're all, we're all supporting the same team, you know, exactly. It's, and, uh, and if, if, we're all if there together. Was, exactly. And if there was a tear up, it wouldn't be anywhere down, down Barking Road or down Green Street. So it's like, no, know, no, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. No. Exactly. So that was the thing. And that was, that's the thing, you know, and so, no, I, I know what you meant. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a special, especially, especially your earliest memories, you know, stuff like that. It's those smells, as you said, that's what brings back a lot of memories. Yeah, me as well. It smells, and you can't, yeah. pick, and you might smell it again, and you can't picture it, and it just rattles in your brain for so long, yeah. and then it's, yeah. oh, that was it, that was it, that was it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And and no, so you know, that was that was sort of your earliest memories, Martin. What about you, sort of your, you know, as, as a, a few decades of West Ham supporting? Um, yeah. Good me- what sort of your fond memories? Anything that sort of sticks in your mind? Like obviously apart from your first one, but you know, St- stewarding. I'll yeah. go. I'll go to stewarding because I've got some fond memories of stewarding, certainly. And um, it, it goes back to uh, I can't remember what the game was, but we was on ITV and it was an early game. It mm. was in them days, and I think we was 
I, I think we was in um, we we was in the second division, or, or it might have been Division One. Might, yeah. As I say, my memory's terrible. But Brian Moore was the commentator, and he come in early. And as a steward, you used to get vouchers. They would yeah, make you get your vouchers for your food, get yeah, food yeah. up, and we would have like you know you get a cheeseburger, get chips, mm. everything else. Brian Moore come in, and it was about eleven in the morning. It might have been earlier than that. As I say, probably a lunchtime kickoff. And I was stewarding on the on the South Bank gate. Okay, so it was you know. Um, uh, it would get, come out of, by the east stand, basically, yeah. but he was on the side of the, yeah, of the yeah. south. And um, I, Brian Moore coming in, he said, I'm starving. He went, is there anywhere we can get anything to eat? And he wanted to pay. Well, you could, they didn't have the tills in at this yeah. time of the day. So, and, and they weren't interested. It was Brian Moore. It was just the fact that, you know, they, they wanted to, you know, they wanted to, um, they wanted to get, get the vouchers in. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Anyway. Um, I said, I'll tell you what, Brian, because we had a bit of a thing going at the time where we had extra vouchers. You know how it goes. <laughs> and uh, we, um, we, I said, I'll, I'll give you a voucher. I said, you can use my voucher and everything. Anyway, so he had his burger and everything else. And chatted, he was chatting away to me and he was, he was really thankful. Anyway, my head, my head steward at the time, he turned around to me about, I don't know, about an hour later, something like that. He said, um, oh, Brian Moore, has requested that you come to the catering van at, at um, half time. Okay. So he's come and got me. I've gone to the catering van. There's Brian sitting there. Um, and and he'd, he'd arranged it all and everything else. I think he was just doing commentary. He wasn't doing the, pres yeah, yeah, the presentation yeah. side of it. Yeah. So he was having his break. And he, um, he, he gave me a, he said, do you like curry? I said, well, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. He went, well, he went, I've got the chef to knock you this up. So, because they have their own catering, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the TV team. And uh, yeah, he made me, he, you know, I can Aww. always say, Brian Moore bought me a curry, <laughs> um, which is quite nice. That's a fond memory. Um, and of course, the people going in that gate as yeah. well, on the South Bank, it was a press gate. So you used Bobby Moore come through in the early yeah. days. Um, oh, all the players, uh, literally mm. everyone. Yeah, uh, from the South, yeah, they did from the in. South gate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. did. And they used to come in that entrance and uh, yeah, and, and the, the early days of Sky, Andy Gray and all, all his team were, were, were there then and I can remember you know I can remember just having chats with them and it was just these people that you see on the telly and yeah. they are real heroes you know they are real yeah. real you know people that you look up to and um and they would be coming through that guy so they're, they're really good memories and yeah. uh, you know you could as I say it was I don't know just an old school uh, old school niceness yeah 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 yeah. proper east end welcome isn't it yeah i know what yeah, you mean yeah i know what you mean. yeah because they always used to come down that yeah i remember because when i used to, when i was cause when we was there i spent well from 2002 when i was when i was doing announcing at the ground obviously we were by because we used to have the the match day announcer and stuff used to be sort of pitch side didn't it? in that sort of um quarter yeah. cabin and then when we got the rio stand we went up next door to the police above the scoreboard and we used to go out to always, we always went around the bob came for the bobby moore entrance and so um yeah so we'd see a few because obviously sometimes the chairman would would park their cars around the back there so they could get out quick yeah. down parking yeah. road but uh yeah no it's yeah great great times and just as you said just sort of, he always had, had a really nice welcome um particularly from the security guards and the stewards um yeah. yes and there was, was, was a decent bunch they yeah they were and there's, there's still they a few with the club yeah, they yeah yeah yeah. I mean, there's still a few few of the boys around the sort of the older ones around the tunnel and stuff. They're still at London Stadium and the brothers. Yeah, the brothers. Yeah, the brothers are still there. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I remember them. Yeah, I remember them yeah, well. They're still there, bless them. 
and I, and I still see, see quite a few of the old the old stadium managers and stuff on the train because obviously the most of them are old retired policemen and so uh, yeah of course yeah so they say so like John Ball and stuff I used to see him quite a bit John there. Ball yeah he was, he was the manager when I was a yeah yeah so he's because he's, my, my dad my dad was a copper and so they were they he knew my dad so it was always he'd come in oh, and say fantastic. hello anyway, and, and his, his, un, his second in command was um, Ron yeah, Ron yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah Ron, yeah, bless it, yeah. Him, Ron. Yeah, 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 he took over when John left. Yeah, bless him. Right, uh, this is only anyway. interesting to probably about ten people watching. But yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this, is, this isn't great TV. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's move on to talk about Euro Eleven because I think that's going to be quite entertaining. As I said, you know, we have a few parameters. We try and keep it to four four two. We try and uh, we sort of insist that you have to be alive to see them play. So obviously, you know, forty five, forty six. Martin, I'd, I'd, I think you said you were, you know, obviously you weren't around to watch Bobby Moore play, but you were around to watch Gary Breen play, for example, if you, you know, it might, <laughs> might be a spoiler, a spoiler alert. If I, if I just, if I just annoyed you want to send it back. Anyway, um, so yeah, so, and also it's yours. You can talk whoever you want. It doesn't have to be the best player. Yeah, okay. Favourite to you or, or whatever. So I, I know you've been deliberating quite a lot of this, Martin, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, well, I'll tell you something. I, I, when you said it, easy, easy. Yeah. I can name my eleven. It ain't easy at all. No. When you get thinking and you start going over it in your mind and everything else and all the players you've seen, and you obviously you've set the parameters. They have to be four four yeah. two and everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. It actually becomes quite difficult. <laughs> you it know, does, and I thought it I, does. I was going to sleep these nights over it. Well, particularly yeah. now because you've got time to think about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, you've got time. If you go on, go on YouTube, you've got Robert Banks. He's been um, basically uploading all the season reviews from about the mid-90s onwards. Yeah. So I've been watching. So same as me, you know, you, you go, Christ, I forgot how much I loved him. Or I forgot about him. And then you actually watch him. Yeah. And people who you thought were gods, you then watch him again. You go, mm, actually, no, I'm pretty shit. But um, yeah, but these yeah. rose-tinted glasses at the time. But uh, I, I quite like them rose-tinted glasses. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, because at the, see, the 11 I've done are the ones who entertain me the most. Brilliant. The players I wanted to see. You know, the players that, for me, had passion or there was something about them. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, you know, real, real individuals. Yeah, um, I love it. So you'll see from my 11 yeah. anyway. All right, we'll, we'll, start, sure, we'll start off between the sticks for right. the Martin 11. This was one of the easiest selections, um, Ludet McCloskey. Yeah. Um, absolutely brilliant. Um, <laughs> I say absolutely brilliant. He, he certainly had his moments, as yeah. we all know. Yeah. Um, they always said he was a bit like Dracula. He didn't like crosses, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, but do you know what? Um, Ludo, for me, he... he he come over as a bit of an unknown quantity. Yeah. I think we signed him from Bannock Ostrava. Um, yeah. And I can remember early days, he, he, you know, him coming between the sticks. And I just, and he, he had to settle down, yeah. you know, and, and he did. And he yeah. become an absolute West Ham legend. Yeah. Um, we still sing his name to this day now. He's still one of the most highly regarded, highly thought of players. My son, um, my, my two boys, they're season ticket holders, West Ham, along with me as well. Um, they, they still sing his name, you know, and they don't even know him properly. You know, they, yeah, they just yeah. know he comes from near Moscow. You well, know, yeah. So, yeah, Ludo, no, no doubt Ludo. about it. Ludo, and, yeah. And I mean, let's remember, let's remember that last uh, that that game versus um, Manchester United. United. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it, when he just pulled off them saves, and uh, it was a, it was a fantastic display of goalkeeping, and uh, 
I've still got some pictures knocking around somewhere of some of the Man United yeah. players' faces as he's pulling these saves off. And uh, yeah. that, for me, was just fantastic. Yeah, because he, he would just pull like a world he game out of the bag, wouldn't he? He'd be like, so like, you know, as you said, not great at crosses sometimes. And then one game, he would be like the world's best goalkeeper. And you're like, Greatest ever. why can't we have that every game? Yeah, yeah. yeah but I that's know. the West Ham way. That is the West Ham way. Yeah, yeah that is the West Ham way. Yeah, we'll yeah, play yeah. like world beaters. <laughs> Exactly. Build you up and the next <laughs> build, week we'll lose to Wolves. Build you up and knock you down. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, no, we totally, know. Totally. All right, Ludo between the sticks. Let's go, let's go left back then. And now, this was a real easy pick. He's one of my favourite all-time players without yeah. about um, uh, aggression, heart. Um, I know we always say Mr. West Ham and we put that to other players, but, but for me, Julian Dix. Yeah. Um, fantastic. He had the aggression. Mm. Um, he took on anyone and he would have one-to-one battles with the so-called top division's hardest players. And yeah. Julian, Julian had it all, the aggression. But let, let's not forget as well, he, he had the skill. He could oh, yeah. play football, you know. And, and, you know, that, you know, taking a penalty, you knew he was going to always score. You know, it was if, if the goalkeeper got in the way of it, he would put him in the back of the net as yeah. well. You know, yeah. exactly. he used to hit a ball that hard. Um Fantastic. It, yeah. it just epitomised West Ham for he me. He did. He did. And as you said, like, you know, I think it was the Man United game again when he took that that, that penalty and Schmeichel's hand yeah. went back, you know. Schmeichel was That's a unit. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, Julian was. And, and obviously you and me style our hair on him. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Latter, <laughs> his, his latter part of his career. Um, I always love the fact he just ripped his collar. You know, like, yeah. It was like when they had like the, the hoop neck, fuck it, just rip it, you know. That's what I love. Rip, 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 rips his collar, he's, he's, he's untucked, um, untucked, yeah. Yeah. untucked, you know. He's like, yeah, don't pick me for England, and I don't care, you know. He's uh, loved him, he loved him. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Mr. West Ham. And, and as, as we said before on this channel, that there isn't many fullbacks who can galvanize a crowd who can conduct who can basically conduct the game from a fullback position you know yeah. he was like a left back he wasn't it's not glamorous being a left back but a crunching tackle oh, he, he, he made it glamorous so yeah, didn't exactly. he? Yeah. he he sort of made I mean. want it, you know if you was to ask a kid at that time what position you wanted yeah. to, i would have been left back so it made me <laughs> feared you know like you know literally like you know so yeah exactly he, Fantastic, on the and that was during the, during the sort of like the '96. You know, obviously, when he, when he was getting, you know, potentially getting called up to Euro '96, probably would have taken a penalty. So Gareth Southgate wouldn't, wouldn't have taken it. So you know, just saying, if he was in the England squad at that time, but left back was probably one of the most toughest positions to get into the England squad because you had like Stuart Pearce, you had like the So, you had him and Julian. You know, that, that, it was quite a glamorous position. Was it that mid '90s position? Yeah. Now it's like that's not that's not yeah it's not yeah no I totally I totally understand that yeah 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 and and, and, I, and I totally get that you know but yeah. um, I mean he, he never got into the uh, you know he never played for England no. um, and, and what can you say his uh, his haircut weren't right for England no, that's, that's that was that, it wasn't it yeah that say. was that was what they were saying wasn't it yeah, yeah. right okay yeah. we'll put Julie let's go to the right back Martin let's go to the other okay, side we got right back then. Right, this is a little bit more. Um, it's a little bit more controversial, but he's in exactly the same vein as Julian um, Thomas Repka. Yeah, I love Thomas Repka. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. Again, aggression. He was strong. Um, do you know what? When you watch Repka, very similar to Julian as well. He was almost like a replacement for Julian at the back. Obviously, yeah. on the other side, you know, uh, that's where he generally played. <laughs> 
you never knew when he was going to explode. And that, to me, was the exciting part about it. Yeah. He was this crazy Czechoslovakian defender that you just wouldn't mess with. You know, yeah. you wouldn't want to see him down a dark alley, would you? No. Because he was like his repka, you know what I mean? Yeah, even his surname sounded hard, didn't it? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. If you was a kid and you had a mate called Repka and you said Repka was coming to beat him up, you know, someone who'd been picking on you, then you knew you was in trouble. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 you know, he was he was our he was our you know it was a record signing when we signed him. You know, he was like when we he was our record signing when we when we when he came to us and wow, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time, I did at the time. At the time, yeah. At the time, he was a record signing. Um, and yeah, and again, you know, he's you know he he was crazy. Um. Again, he'd have one game where it'd be mesmeric as a defender, and then the next yeah. game he'd put a two-footed tackle and get sent off. You know, but that's again, that's that, that's what I think makes a good West Ham player is be having that edge, and you don't. Yeah, yeah. I have my, my frozen plaster. Yeah. <laughs> that edge where you just don't know if he's gonna like put a two. Same with Julian, he could just yeah. snap as well. And I think West fans love that. In a, in a, you know, you didn't know what was going to happen with them. Um, yeah. yeah, Thomas Repka, love it. Okay, let's go. Let's go centre back. Who's your first centre back then, Martin? I'll go my first centre back. Um, I would have stuck him next to Dixie, and uh, he hasn't gone far now. Uh, Slavin Bilic. Yeah. Now, now I know he didn't play that many games for us. He, he had about a season, didn't he? I think. Season. Bit, yeah. um, all in all, might give or take. Um, he was one of the. He, he, he again was tough but skillful. He could read the game. And I, I don't think there was many, many players getting past him. Um, no. he, he was fantastic for me. Um, yeah, Repka. Uh, uh, sorry, um, Bilic, sorry. Um, he, he, was, he was, yeah, he was just fantastic. You know, yeah. and uh, I think, I, think um, I would have loved to have seen him stay there yeah. a, a lot longer. When he went to Everton and there was a little bit of controversy after that, yeah. about Everton being a bigger club and this and all the rest of it. But um, no, Bilic for me, um, superb. Just would have loved to have had him longer. Yeah, and of course, he come, he come back and done a fantastic job as a, as a manager, you exactly, know, later yeah. on. Yeah, the stars aligned for him to come back. All right, yeah, totally yeah. agree with Slav. Uh, okay, who's going to partner Slav in the in centre-back then? Well, it has to be uh, Rio Ferdinand. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a, I know it's a, bit, it's a bit of a no-brainer, Rio Ferdinand, for anyone our age, I think, mm. at times. You know, we, we saw him come from, come from the academy. Yeah. Um, it, it, well, you know, I think I was there when he. So I would have been there when he signed. You know, they used to bring the table out, didn't they, and sign the sign the kids up. You yeah, know? yeah. I don't, um, I don't think. If I remember, I don't think we had, had like the fanfare that Joe Cole had. Do you know what I mean? I Joe remember. Cole, yeah. I remember Joe like he came on. It was like we were, we were playing Chelsea as well when he came on. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think with Rio they were had that. ironically. Yeah, ironically, yeah. my Chelsea fans still mention that to me. Um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that he he had as much. Everyone knew he was mustard, but I don't think he had like when he was from twelve, like Joe was. And I think that's yeah. what set him in a bit in a good stead because he didn't have that pressure coming in. Um, yeah, yeah. Was, and yeah, uh, Rio for me, I mean, he, when he come out of defence as well, mm. you know, he would come out of defence and he he could play the ball. I, I think again against Tottenham, he come out on, on one of the games, um, and he done this little spin in the middle of the field to go, you know, and you oh, he's just. You know, he, he, he definitely could play football and he could play the ball out. Not not like the other three in my, you know, in, 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 <laughs> yeah, in the back, yeah, at the yeah, back yeah. that would, you know, kick them up in the air. He wasn't that sort of player so much. 
but he could certainly, he would be the skillful, you know, he'd have a bit of class about him, you know, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, definitely. And so Rio, Rio definitely. Yeah, that, that sets off that defence nicely then, Martin. Right, okay. Let's go to midfield. Let's go left wing. Okay, so I've, I've gone for, um, my wingers are going to be attacking because with that defence, I don't see it. I don't see anyone. Um, <laughs> I don't see anyone have, having a, having a pop at goal when yeah. uh, you know no one's getting past these boys. So anyway, um, do you want to go left midfield first of all? Yeah, go left midfield first. Yeah. Okay, um, Matthew Effrington. Good shout. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, when Effrington come, um, there was a few eyebrows raised, and um, you know, it, it, you know, a few people questioned the signing, but I think he, he had a bit of everything, Matthew mm. Effrington. For me, and he, and he was definitely 110 percenter, um, and he, he could run with a ball. He was he was what what we like with West Ham. He would run down the wing. He would, you know, he would he he'd cross the ball. We'd go past players. He'd take them on, you know, the West Ham way. Um, so he fitted in for yeah. me, you know, and and I found him exciting to watch. Yeah, you know, I, I, when he was on the pitch, you you knew what you was going to get out of him. Exactly. You know, so he would attack. I like attacking wingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, call me old-fashioned, but that's what I like. If he didn't get back and track back so much, well, so be it. You yeah, know? he had Julian behind him anyway on this team. Yeah, so yeah he had Julian yeah. on this team, so he, he, there weren't many people. Yeah, weren't going, not many going past. Nah, nah, nah exactly. <laughs> Effington, yeah. Yeah, and he was one of those wingers which I think uh, we, we're losing as a... As a culture in football, in that he's a left winger, he played on the left wing. You know, yeah. I hate, I hate, I hate wingers on the wrong wing. I know why they do it because they cut into score goals like Salah and whatnot. But yeah, having a winger just like pure pace, Matty Effington was, was so quick. Just beat the left, beat the right back, cross it in. It's such it can be so simple as long as you've got the strikers. Um, uh, yeah, play no, your players in, play your players in position. You know, they're fight, you know, that's what that but we don't seem to do that so much no. anymore, which no. is a shame, you know. No, but. Exactly. Well, it's the same with with with, with you know, the, the, as you said, the defence. You know, you've got like, you know, it's all about sort of passing from the back and, and stuff like that now. You don't get any of those like wrecker type players anymore, you know, like they're just lumps. <laughs> and so yeah. you know, it's yeah, all very absolutely right. So, it's, you know, I like a defender to defend, you know, like, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, anyway. Okay, so we'll put Effrington on the left. Who's going to go on the other wing? Then on the other wing, yeah. Um, another, um, another player that likes to go forward, Trevor Sinclair, yeah. Um, sure. tricky Trevor, um, again, pace, power. Um, he could get into the box as well now and again. Mm. And we, we, I know it wasn't for us, but we all remember that overhead kick, I think, for QPR, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. um, you know, uh. Yeah, that's where we got him from. Um, yeah, Trevor Sinclair for me took players on. Exciting to watch. The only reason he didn't get an England call up at the time was David Beckham because uh, he was playing the same position. Um, so slightly underrated as well. So when teams come, they wasn't playing against an England international, uh, you know, so much. Um, I don't know if he nicked a few caps or not, but yeah, I don't I think even remember. In the, yeah. in, the, in the World Cup, didn't he? He ended up playing in the right. two, in, in Japan or Tokyo. Yep, yep. So he was you're back. Sorry, that one. Uh, yeah, Sorry, so he, yeah. Yeah, it's all right. So he, uh, yeah, he dropped. Yeah, he, I think they had like loads. I think Hargreaves got injured. Someone else, and he went on the left. I think Beckham was on the right. He was on the left. So or, I might be wrong, but I know he played a lot in the. But yeah, you're right. It's like he was second to David Beckham in that position, basically. Which is fair yeah. enough, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which is you can't really argue with that too no. much. But yeah, so Trevor for me, 
Um, always put in 100%, 110%. Yeah. Again, I like, I like my wingers to run down a wing and, yeah. and, and cross the ball because that, that, for me, is a West Ham way. You know, play a bit of football and take people along. So that t- Trevor ticks all the boxes. Yeah, sounds great. Right, I put Trevor on the, on the right. Let's go centre mid. So who we got your first centre mid? Okay, centre mid, um, Mark Noble. Yeah. Um, consistency. Uh, Mr. West Ham. Um, what can you say? There's not really a lot you can say wrong about Mark Noble. He, he's, he's, he's Mr. West Ham now. And he's, you know, he still is. He hasn't gone anywhere. He's a, you know, he's a, he, he's a one club man. Yeah. Um, and, and he'll always be regarded as a West Ham legend, regardless of what the future holds for, yeah. for Mark Noble, you know? So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah, Mark Noble for me just puts in a shift, yeah. you know, every, every game puts yeah. in a shift. Totally. He, you know, I might have the odd bad game and everyone will jump up in the air about it, but uh, he certainly has more good than bad. He, and he always puts in 100%. And exactly. uh, yeah, that's West Ham for me. And he's got uh, and, he, and he's got the games in, in and he's got the games in his back pocket. If he does have an off game, people will like yeah, yeah. Right, but it's Mark Noble, so we know he's going to like. Turn it on he's, he's got a credit rating. He's exactly. got a very strong credit rating. Exactly. At West Ham, and, but but he doesn't sit back on that. He wants to no, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when he goes out, he's always focused. You know, he wants the best for the team. You mm. can't ask for no more than that. No, no, you can't. You can't. And and yeah, you just see, and he's just he just fits as a West Ham captain. He has a nice little, sl- I know we haven't got any hair, but it's nice slicked hair, you know. He always looks, you know, his hair looks good. You know, he just looks, you know, yeah. like a proper, proper old East End boy, you know, like the hair done well, you know, dresses nice. Um, and, and that's, yeah, that's he what does, he yeah. as a captain. And that's right. what he is. So exactly. Brilliant. Yeah, right. No, who's going to partner Noble in the middle then, Martin? Uh, Joe Cole. Yeah. Um, again, come through, come through our academy. Um, Right, rightfully, as you said, he signed uh, papers on the pitch. I was there that day. Um, I can remember my seat actually at the time was in the, the old Lower West, mm. um, uh, sitting there with my mate uh, Damien, I think, and we sat there and watched. And literally, we were probably about five rows back, so he was close to the pitch, obviously. Uh, him signing, and I remember there was all this hype about how Alex Ferguson had made a phone call uh, to Redknapp. You know, talking about him and that. We'd all heard this rumour and everything else and what a, what a great, great player he was going to be, you know, and, uh, and what he was, you know. And, and to be fair, he never disappointed. No. He was always a, a class act. Yeah. I was sad when he went. I was really sad when he went. Um, I, I, I was sad to who he went to as well. Mm. Um, it, did, it pained me slightly. But you know what? We all understood why, yeah. um, you know, the reasons for, for all to see. But so it never left a, and of course he come back for a second yeah. spell as well. Let's not forget that. Um, so yeah, uh, Joey Cole, um, yeah. skill, class, everything, everything we you can ask for um, for a West Ham player. Yeah, totally. And and now he's on doing obviously the BT Sport. Well, not at the moment, but what he is, um, yeah. he comes across as a real, real sort of knowledgeable football person. Do you know, he's, he's got a definite football brain on him. He'd be a good, yeah. be a good manager or, or an advisor or something at, a club, at the club. And that's, yeah, that, you know, yeah, I mean, I think everyone would love to. I mean, it's same as Rio. Yeah. Rio talks so eloquently about football. Um, yeah. And so knowledgeably that there's a lot of, you know, if not, if not us, then England, you know, having like these players around, ex-players will, will no doubt obviously improve the, uh, Hopefully, improve what we're doing and stuff. So, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Right. Okay. We'll put Joey in. I like that. And obviously, it's nice because Noble can sort of hang back and Joe can just 
be Joe. You know, I think Joe played yeah, Joe yeah. Joe played best when he was just Joe, not a left wing like Chelsea and England forced him. You know, he he's yeah. he was when he with his first when he first joined the joined like the first team and obviously just come from the youth cup and he was just he just had this free he was the free role. Yeah. And that and, and that yeah, yeah. The free roll, yeah. And you don't hear that so much nah. anymore, you know. And, and But when you let that player roam, just behind the, the, the top two strikers, mm. you know, um, blimey. It's, yeah, it's, they can't pick him up. You know, you really, you got fireworks when you had yeah. Joe Cole, uh, uh, you know, allowed to do what he wanted in yeah. that respect, you know. Exactly. I know, I know you have to have tactics, but, you know, to have one player like that, yeah. Yeah, good. yeah, exactly. Okay, put Joe in. Let's go with your strikers then, Martin. Who's going to get your goals? Well... Uh, it'll come as no surprise, Tony Cotty. Yep. Uh, Cotty for me, um, especially when he linked up with McAvenny. Um, you know, fantastic. Um, what can you say? Yeah. Uh, what, what, I don't really need to say too much about Tony Cotty. Um, his goal record. He's probably the last real goal poacher yes. um, we, we've ever had. And it's sad mm. to say that. Um, yeah. But he was a, he was a real... Goal, you know, he was a goal poacher, yes. and um, that's what we wanted. And and that was TC, um, still wrapped around the club now. Um, you know, it's just lovely to see whenever you hear him speak, he yeah. speaks so highly of West Ham, and he's just West Ham through and through. Yeah, and is, uh, yeah. I love him to pieces. And if I see him, I just look at him, and he just oozes West Ham. Yeah. Um, and we all feel the same about that. There's no argument there. No, I'd, I'd be surprised if anyone disagreed. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> and in this right. world, that's quite a big thing, you know. He's, so, exactly um, in this in this social yeah, media yeah. world. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. yeah TC, yeah, yeah. as you said, I think he was he was the proverbial, you know, fox in the box. You fox know, in the box, yeah. and that's what that's what he was. And as you said, I don't think I don't, we don't know. Again, I don't think the game has that type of player in it anymore. Again, you know, they're all. They're all, you know, six foot four, quick, athletic, kick 30 yards. Yeah. That, that, you know, he'd get 20, 20 odd goals, you know, just, you know, not tappings, but in that sort of six it, yard because box. He, because he was a thing, because exactly, he could think. Intelligent. And he would, get into, he would get into those positions, you know. He, he was just, if there was a goal to be scored, he would invariably yeah. be in the right position to score it. Yeah. You no, know, so totally right. he didn't have to score weldies and stuff like that. I don't really yeah. remember that many. Tony Cotty Weldies, no. to be totally honest with you. No. But I, I remember he used to be banging them in left, right, yeah. and centre. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tony Cotty for me, um, as I say, I don't really need to say too much about no, TC. No, no, I agree. About yeah, exactly. Well, West Ham West Ham legend. Exactly. And who's, who's TC going to partner up front then, Martin? Uh, TC is going to partner, and I've saved the best till last. Um, he's going to partner. Marco Buga. No, I'm joking. Paolo Di Canio. I was going to say, Guillermo Franco. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, No, Paolo Di Canio. Paolo, again, is another... I know it's an obvious choice, but I watched him play. I was... You know, for me, Paolo is the greatest player I've ever seen play at West Ham live. Um, He's... He he just... Again... Who's West Ham? Who's class? Mm. Slightly crazy, um, you know. But you know, it doesn't. That didn't matter. We we really enjoyed that. We really liked yes. that. Yeah. You know, um, just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. You know, yeah. Uh, Paolo. Yeah. I mean, the goal against Chelsea always stands out for me, uh, uh, where he sort of danced. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. For, you know 
30 yards, wasn't it? He was out and he just danced across and scored that. Yeah, that was a yeah. welder, you know. Um, of course, um, you know, the Trevor Sinclair cross at yeah. Paolo, the scissor kick. We all remember that, you know. Um, but, they, you know, he was more than that as well. He would provide, he would provide fantastic play. Yeah. And, and just having him on the pitch. I know people used to say he didn't travel away that well. But that was, a, you know, I've, I sort of tended to disagree. I, yeah. I think he was, I think he, I think he did thrive at home. Because he yeah. he got West Ham, he yeah, got yeah, what us yeah. fans wanted, yeah. he got and what it's all exactly, about. Exactly, exactly. And and you know, there's less pressure to do to defend usually when you're at home. So it's like you know you're that you're being expected to go on the attack. So he'd always thrive yeah. at home. And as you said, um, yeah, I mean, I remember you know goals he scored away. I remember was famously when he when he caught the ball, didn't he? And he won the fi- Everton. Everton that he won the Fair Play Award, and we could have done with that. <laughs> You know what I mean? But that, but that was him. But that was him, wasn't it? That was Paolo. And, you know, he had, you know, someone meant, I think, I can't remember, it might have been Chris Skull or something, was saying, you know, football isn't, you know, it is a sport, but it's an entertainment as well. And he was just yeah. box office. You know, Paolo yeah. was box. You, you would go, you'd pay your season ticket just to watch him. To watch Paolo. No, yeah. no, you would. You, yeah. You would. And that's without a shadow of I mean, and he come to us, Obviously, under that cloud of con- yeah. you know controversy. Yeah, yeah. Um, personally, I thought the, the ref made a meal out of that. Anyway, um, I think we all pretty much agreed that he went he went he went yeah. over like a skittle. Yeah. Um, you know, but he, yeah, um, for me, fantastic. Couldn't yeah. couldn't beat Paolo. Um, yeah, my greatest ever West Ham player, und- yeah. undoubtedly that I've seen live. Yeah, exactly, you know, and, so. and that and that sort of, and that sort of frames up your team your team nicely. Then, so you've got like a bit of you got a bit of skill, you got a bit of grit, you got a bit of craziness, you got a bit of sensibly, yeah. and I think you've got a nice balance. You haven't got you haven't got you know like a whole team of nutters. Um, you've got there's a nice balance there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's debatable, but yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, right, I'm you thinking like Rio, Rio Noble. They're quite sort of. Cotty, I mean, Cotty wasn't like, Ephraim, yeah, 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 you got some sensible heads as well as some, yeah. some hot ones as well. <laughs> they, had, they had some big, they had some big mates to back them up, exactly. <laughs> so, if, it, if it all kicks yeah, off, in, in okay, my, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just having Dixie and Repka, you'd be fine if you had them two as bodyguards. Yeah, so I mean, works, Slav, you know, Slav could give it out, Slav could give oh, it Slav out. Oh, sorry, yeah, 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 blindly, yeah. He was very softly spoken, but but you can see them, you know. I think everyone who, who saw him on the touch touchline when he was a manager saw much passion the man had as well. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and even Repka. Yeah. I mean, Repka. Let me be funny when Repka's when it was Repka's last game and he and it was the end of the game, he was crying because he knew it was his last yeah, game. No, he and, was. Yeah, you know, a man who was like a, just like a, a unit was sobbing his eyes out. So yeah, he, he loved West Ham. He, he got did. It, you know, he did. Yeah, but he's he you know he, he left and was just as crazy. It'd be just as crazy with all the stories and. With him and his girlfriends yeah. and jail and, and blackmailing yeah. and trying to sell uh sell a hired car to someone, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just brilliant. It's just so West Ham. Right, it's been absolutely brilliant. It's been great chatting Thank to you. you. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. Thanks everyone, obviously, for watching. You know, like, share, subscribe. Obviously, tune in and uh, and listen to the Centre Force. Um, you're on it every day. You're on nine, is it? On the... No, I'm on Thursdays, midday till two. Midday I'm till a, two. I've got something called the Ginger Alliance with Sarah LP. So um, please join me. Love. Yeah, love, yeah, love, it'd be good for a thir- Thursday lunchtime. Everyone can have a have a bit of a boogie on a Thursday lunchtime. We all need it at the moment. Uh, and, and everyone else, take care. And obviously, we'll see you next time, guys. Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.